With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The 2020 MLB season will be one like any other that we have seen before. A 60-game sprint in just over two months to decide who will be playing in October in a format that lends itself to the unpredictable. But that's where Greg Peterson comes in. He's got you covered daily, highlighting elements and angles that will be essential to know along with his picks with every single game on every single day. Now it is time for the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson. Welcome to Lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson, now presented by Book It Sports. Book It Sports is the app that's coming your way November 1st, and I can tell you right now, I've got the beta on my phone right now. I've been using it. It is absolutely amazing. You open it up, you get live scoring updates, you're able to post your bets, your record, what have you all there. Think of it as everything that you love about gambling Twitter without the things that you hate about gambling Twitter. Like if you have your mom following you on Twitter, she's like posting up a whole bunch of cat memes and everything like that. Things that you just really don't care about, you're able to cut that out. Meanwhile, you get all the joy of interacting with other bettors. Think of it as just a social media platform but for betters and for betters only. That is exactly what it is. It's coming your way November 1st for iPhone, Android. You're able to follow all that they're doing at BookItHQ on Twitter. They're posting up some great updates and they're funding some great podcasts like this one. So we appreciate them. I do appreciate the guest that's going to be joining me in the second segment. That would be Ariel Epstein. Does absolutely terrific work when it comes to her work with MSG Plus along with FanDuel on SportsGrid. We're going to be talking to her since she does a great job with these player props of what she might be looking at just with regards to 
the World Series in general, some of her general thoughts as to this entire series. She's going to be talking about the series price a little bit. Not necessarily Dodgers laying 200 for the full series, but exact props. So we're going to be getting into that. It's going to be absolutely terrific. She's going to lend a little bit of different insight than I do because as you guys know, on this podcast, I give you more of the side and the total. So I thought I would get on a guest that offers a little bit of a different insight on it. And as we know, the books out there in the eastern part of the country, like out there in New Jersey, New York, they've got a couple different offerings that I have out here in Las Vegas. So I thought that that would be a good way to be able to give you guys a little bit of something with regards to that, since I know that there are some of you guys are able to bet on that if you are playing more of the offshore books out there in, like I said, New Jersey, what have you. So that'll be a great conversation in the second segment. And then in the final segment, I'm going to give you guys a sign total on the World Series Game 1. It's something I like to call Touch Them All, and I just call it the World Series. So I feel like I'm now 85 years old with the people I call like the Google Net. But with that said, certainly is going to be a fun podcast. And I always love to be able to answer your Twitter questions if you have them for this podcast. If there is something that you'd like answered, fire that into my Twitter timeline at JarenScore41. Or you can also send it by in an Apple Podcast review. Rate this podcast five stars because it helps out the exposure, helps people see, oh, the Baseball Betting Podcast. You're doing great work, Greg Peterson, a dashing human being. So you're able to help out that way. And once again, if you do send these via direct message letters, DM to me, me tells that matter. But did not get in any Twitter questions today. We don't have anything to recap from yesterday, so I'm not going to waste any more of your time we're going to hit our break and we're going to be joined by ariel epstein doing absolutely terrific work out there with msg plus along with sports grid so much more going to be talking to her about the world series player props and so much more right here on the baseball betting podcast myself Craig peterson now powered by book sports greg is calling in a pinch hitter from the overtime network hotline we're back in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson, now powered by Bucket Sports. Bucket Sports is the app that's coming your way November 1st. Going to just change the way that you look at sports betting on there. You're going to be able to get live updates. You're going to be able to post up all your picks. Track line moves so much more. It's absolutely terrific. You're able to follow all their work at Bucket HQ. And you're able to follow our guest at Ariel Epstein. That is her name as she does an absolutely terrific job with MSG and FanDuel doing the show the morning after. You're able to find that Monday through Friday. That is from 9 to 12 a.m. Eastern Time slash 9 a.m. to noon. If you're out here on the West Coast, that is 6 to 9. If you're in a different time zone, I'll let you do the math from there. But Ariel does an absolutely terrific job looking at baseball, more specifically player props as well, which I think is something to get into before the World Series games wind up starting. And Ariel, it is great to have you aboard. Thank you so much for joining me. Greg, anytime. I love coming on Mm -hmm. with you. And especially, you know, we've been tracking Major League Baseball since it really began in this crazy 2020 shortened season. Here we are, the two teams, the only two teams that had over 40 wins in this 60-game season made it to the World Series. It's not often that you get the two one seeds in Major League Baseball that are able to make it through. You find this a little bit more when it comes to the NBA, but I think that that is a very good point that you bring up. And I know you're someone that has done a terrific job with the strikeout prop market all year long. And I think that this series really blends for that very well because we're going to have a starter in game one and Tyler Glass know that between the regular season and the postseason, registering right around 14 strikeouts for nine innings, give or take a little bit. But we also know that Kevin Cash, he can be very stingy when it comes to leaving starters in. He can be one of those guys that he'll go to the bullpen very soon. We saw that with Blake Snell in the ALCS against the Houston Astros. And 
I think it's going to be really interesting to see how deep some of these race starters go, especially in game one, when you know that the race are going to want to try to get to that one to zero lead by any means possible. Yeah. And when you are talking about the strikeout props, the Tampa Bay Rays were the offense that struck out the most in Major League Baseball. Taking your conversation over to the other side, this could be a good K-prop scenario for Dodgers pitchers. Yet, I've been staying away from the K-props a lot in the postseason. As you mentioned, you just never know how long these managers are going to keep their pitchers in games, especially when you're talking about the first two starters. If you could keep them down to, let's say, under 90 pitches, under 100 pitches, and be able to bring them in in a game six, game seven scenario coming out of the bullpen or even starting, that's an advantage for a lot of these teams. That's what makes it so hard to bet these K-prop markets. However, if there is a team to bet against, the Tampa Bay Rays are the team to say that would strike out more. And we're lucky that we don't have the Houston Astros in here because the Astros were not giving their starters any strikeouts to run with for these K-Prop. I'm right there with you. And that's such a good point that you bring up with the Tampa Bay Rays. They are the only team in Major League Baseball that struck out on average 10 or more times per game. And I believe yep. that they've got the most strikeouts at the plate here in the World Series as well. As We do have Ariel Epstein joining me on the podcast. And I do think that that's going to cause for an interesting dynamic because with the Dodgers, they're just littered with guys that are able to get hits. I mean, Will Smith, we saw him get jiggy with it with some Will Smith on Will Smith crime in the NLCS. That made everyone on Twitter very happy. You had Corey Seager, who had five home runs in that series against the Atlanta Braves. Cody Bellinger had that huge home run game seven, despite the fact that he was scuffling a little bit. He was able to find a Mookie Betts. Wasn't necessarily doing it with the bat, but we know what he's capable of out there in the field. He was absolutely amazing. And in my opinion, if it wasn't for his defense, who knows if the Dodgers are at this point right now. Meanwhile, with the race, it's really been two guys, Manuel Margot and our man, Randy Rosarena, who has seven home runs so far in this postseason. But we know that the race, they go more matchup by matchup. Meanwhile, the Dodgers, they just have a whole bunch of guys that you're able to throw pretty much anyone out there and they're able to give you production. I think that that is going to be a very interesting aspect of the series as well. And it's interesting you bring up these players because that's the only props we really have to bet on right now if you're going by player props, and that's the MVP market. The MVP market's currently out on FanDuel, and right now your best odds are going to Cody Bellinger and Corey Seager, which when you look at it, the first four players on this list are all L.A. Dodgers. That gives you, obviously, you know that they're minus 210 and or minus 200, wherever you're seeing it for the Dodgers to win the entire World Series. Yet, the first player of Tampa Bay that has the best odds to win the MVP is Randy Arozarena. I would have to assume that the way this Dodgers pitching staff has been, which has been very good, aside for Kershaw in the postseason, which we know has been his bugaboo. However, when you look at Walker Bueller and you see how this Dodgers uh, this Dodgers rotation could potentially even pitch around Randy Rosarena and try to go towards somebody else. I think that's an interesting perspective to take on this as well. Dustin May, another great pitcher for the Dodgers. I remember going back to the opening day of this season where Dustin May ended up starting for Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw got scratched on opening day due to back spasm. Dustin May was electric in that first game. He continued that throughout the entire season. And I think the Clayton Kershaw situation where right now he's slated to be the game one starter is interesting because his back spasms have really been hurting him this year in regards to making starts on time. 
how much now throughout the course of 60 games are those back spasms bothering him as Kershaw was just scratched from game two in the NLDS. That's something that remains to be seen and we'll see if he can actually start. Kershaw has the second best odds, well, third best odds on the board at nine to one to win the MVP. That's a little interesting as well. I wouldn't go there. I like Mookie Betts at 9-1. to one. Yeah, Mookie has certainly been the bets around, too. He's a little bit of a bad pun there. He has been absolutely terrific with the LA Dodgers, both at the plate and with his glove all year long. And what else I think is going to be a big aspect when it comes to this World Series as well is just when you take a look at these bullpens, because you've got a pair of top five bullpens when it comes to ERA all year long. We know that with the Dodgers, there have been trials and tribulations with Kenley Jans, and I think I'm putting it as politely as possible. Meanwhile, the Tampa Bay Rays, their main closer, Nick Anderson, he had some hiccups in that series against Houston Astros as well. So you've got a couple concerns there. And when you take a look at it, typically when you see a pair of good bullpen ERAs, you're thinking under, under, under. But I think that where the games are being played and just the nature of which is happening with the ballpark out there in Arlington with the roof being open due to COVID restrictions is something that needs to be taken into account. Because if you include Texas Rangers home games, along with the series that we've seen out there in the National League playoffs, Two-thirds of the games are being played out there in Arlington when the roof is open. Have been going over. You've got a pair of managers that you know that they're not going to be reluctant to make moves with their starting pitchers. And you've got a pair of closers that they haven't been as locked down as you'd like them to see. So I think that that might be interesting from a totals perspective as well. You're leaving out the main name, the main guy of the night, Julio Urias, with this postseason. 15 innings pitched, 7 hits given up, 2 runs, 1 earned, 3 walks, and 16 strikeouts. It was your ISS game to close the other night, and he closed out the NLDS game seven. He's another name to look out for in regards to bullpen. Now, in regards to the totals, you're right. It's a very interesting situation with the stadium, and I'd have to imagine these players haven't played there much. I mean, it's a brand-new park, just opened this year. In regards to totals, Tampa Bay is hitting 64.3% to the under this year, while the Dodgers are at 50% on totals. Excuse me, in the postseason, not this year, in the postseason. Tampa Bay has hit the under majority of the times, and the Dodgers are flat out at 50%. The totals are an interesting situation in the World Series. I wish I had the trends, and I don't know if you've spoken about them or not. Just in the trends regarding postseason totals, because when I look at these lineups and I look at the batting averages, the Dodgers' batting averages, they are above what the Rays have been hitting in the postseason. In the Dodgers for the NLDS, they hit 287. In the NLCS, they hit 254. The Rays in the Divisional and the Championship Series were just hitting above 200. Just because you have stellar pitching and you can try to keep games low scoring as the Rays have done, doesn't mean that the LA Dodgers, I mean, the Dodgers can outpitch you just as much as they can outhit you. And that's why I think this series is going to be a good one. My value in this series is on betting a series price in regards to the series outcome. Uh, how many games, whichever team you think, can win it in. I think that that's something interesting that you bring up as we do have Ariel Epstein joined me on the podcast. It's a terrific work with FanDuel and MSG with the show the morning after. And I was looking at the series price on the podcast yesterday with Dodgers hovering right around minus $2. You might find it a little bit cheaper at some spots. You might find it a little bit more expensive at others. But right now, by and large, you're finding the Dodgers in that neighborhood of $2. And if you're a backer of the Dodgers, I would say pre-flop might not be the best time to look at the Dodgers because we have seen them have a couple of hiccups throughout the season, but we know that this is a Dodgers team that they have not had a losing record against any team that they played against all year long. So if you're looking at the Dodgers for the series, 
Maybe you go a little bit more game by game or you just sit out game one, maybe even game two altogether. See if they wind up going down one to zero and then jump in on the Dodgers. Meanwhile, if you like the Tampa Bay Rays, you probably want to try to get the plus money right away, especially if you have faith in Tyler Glass now. I think that that's the best way of doing it because laying $2 might not be a lot of value there with the Dodgers. But if you're able to get them down one to zero, we've seen this team just be able to put up a whole bunch of runs in the latter half of these series, much like they did against the Atlanta Braves. Right. And to me, too, when you look at the L.A. Dodgers right now and coming in as hot as they have, they just came back from a 3-1 deficit to the Atlanta Braves. I always would rather be on the side of the team with momentum. I said this in the NBA Finals. To me, also, the reason that I like the Dodgers to win the World Series this year is strictly off a gut play. I like it. Obviously, they're a great team. That has nothing to do with it. Value, yes, it's on the race. I like the Dodgers because it's been now three out of the last four years that L.A. has made the World Series. And if the Dodgers don't get it done here, Dave Roberts is likely to get fired. I don't care that he's made it to the World Series all these times. You have to win one. I compared it to the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. Your fans are just frustrated for decades after that. You need to take advantage of this opportunity. And I think this is just the year for L.A., even though a lot of people in Tampa Bay will argue this is the year of Tampa Bay. I think this is the year of L.A. right now. However, I could see Tampa Bay winning game one on Tuesday night. This is a good buy low situation for the Dodgers. The line's not going to move too much if they do lose game one. However, you'll obviously get better value on the Dodgers post game one if you want to bet them to win the World Series than you would at a minus 210. The Dodgers right now uh, going up against Tyler Glass now tomorrow for or Tuesday night for game one. Glass now has been two and one with a 4.66 ERA and four postseason starts. His fastball has been phenomenal, averaging 98 miles per hour this season. The Dodgers are hitting 233 against righties in the postseason. When you look at the Dodgers against lefties, They've been hitting 295 this postseason. Blake Snell, the left-handed pitcher for the Rays, he's getting the start on game two. And I would say that maybe you can get the Dodgers in a good scenario against a left-handed pitcher in game two, whereas maybe they might struggle a bit in game one. So I would say I'm not betting minus 210 for the Dodgers to win the World Series right now. You had all the opportunity in the world to get them at plus 480. I do think that this is going to be a good series. I would say either take Dodgers in six or Dodgers in seven, and that would be either plus 380 or plus 430 right now on the FanDuel Sportsbook. I think that that's a very good call by you, as we do have Ariel Epstein joining me on the podcast. And Ariel, is there anything else with regards to this World Series that you're going to be looking at as well? We've talked a little bit about the player props, obviously the series in general, but is there anything, it could be a player, it could just be a little bit of an aspect that might be going overlooked that you have a little bit of a star around that you're going to be watching for in Game 1 and beyond? I'm just really looking right now. I think that you can find some really good value in that MVP market. I'm going to be watching out for players such as Mookie Betts or Justin Turner. There are players that when they, or even a Max Muncy, that's an underrated one, but Justin Turner can start just slamming bombs at any given time, and he's 25-1 to right now for the MVP. I always compare it to what we saw about 10 years ago with the Yankees, where you saw Alex Rodriguez just get so hot the entire playoffs, yet he simmered down a bit in the World Series, and it was Hideki Matsui that ends up winning the MVP in the World Series for the Yankees. They were never getting there without the A-Rod hot streak in that postseason. However, it was the World Series where Hideki Matsui took off. So even though right now a lot of people will be willing to bet on Corey Seager, who's been out home running, if you want to use that as a word, everybody on the Dodgers, 
with six this postseason, people say, oh, Corey Seager hitting the ball so well, he could be MVP. You could find some value in this market. Sometimes the World Series brings out some dark horse. And that could be somebody down here a little bit lower on the odds board. I'm right there with you. I mean, we saw it with the Cleveland Indians a couple years ago. That was a team in which they were getting some production out of guys that you just had no idea who they were a couple days even before they wound up coming up with some big hits. So I'm right there with you. We remember the Kansas City Royals a few years back. But someone whose name we all know, and we all know that she does absolutely terrific work. That'd be you, Ariel. I know that you do absolutely terrific work out there with MSG, along with FanDuel, the morning after the show, you're able to catch it Monday through Friday. You do a great job with that. I know that you're always tweeting out your videos of fishy lines and so much more. So let the good people at home know where they're able to follow you on social media and just what you're all working on in general. You catch the morning after on SportsGrid, all of our OTT platforms, uh, Roku, Pluto, Zumo, etc. And out there on the West Coast in the California area, 1090 The Mightier as well. Here on the East Coast in New York, MSG Plus airs our shows. I also do Pro Football Today. And that airs from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, the morning after 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time. It's a lot of fun. Jared Smith and I have a great time. And we're on air. I mean, on Sports Grid, we are on air 24-7 talking all things sports gambling. And our in-game live show is awesome, too, where we do a lot of live betting. I'll be on it on Tuesday night talking about Game 1 of the World Series, which will be awesome, 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Eastern Time. And Ariel does an absolutely terrific job with Jared A., a man that has also joined us on this podcast this year. He does an absolutely terrific job pairing up with Ariel. Both are doing absolutely amazing work, and always great to get them on the podcast. So big thanks, Ariel, I've seen for joining me right here on the Baseball Betting Podcast, now powered by Book It Sports. Coming up next, it is that time of the podcast. I give you a sign total for Game 1 of the World Series and something I like to call Touch Em All. Welcome back to the Baseball Betting Podcast with Greg Peterson as we're off to a quality start. And now it's time to walk it off in a grand fashion. And we're back here in lovely Las Vegas for the Baseball Betting Podcast. Myself, Greg Peterson. Big thanks to Ariel Epstein. Doing a great job with the show the morning after on MSG+. Plus along with SportsGrid for joining me as we are now powered by Book It Sports. Book It Sports is the app that is going to change the way you look at sports betting on November 1st. You get everything that you've ever wanted from a social media site when it comes to sports betting without the stuff that you hate about social media sites. You're able to follow all that they do at Book It HQ. You're going to be able to get live move updates along with live scores, so much more. Be able to interact with a great community of bettors. It is going to be absolutely amazing. I've got the beta test myself. I am absolutely loving it. And something else I love is the fact that we've got the World Series starting up tonight. So I'm going to give you guys a sign total on Game 1 in the World Series and something I like to call Touch Em All. If a game is listed on the betting board, Greg has a side and a total on it. So it is time to touch them all. As per usual, if there are any changes that are made to these plays, they will be listed up on my Twitter feed at JarenScourty1. Would be pretty unprecedented if we do, but keep in mind last year we had Max Scherzer slated for start against the Houston Astros. That was one in which he wound up being scratched late, so you never know with them. And we're going in Las Vegas rotation order because, well, there's only one game. That is 951, 952 on the betting board. 
out in the great state of Texas, where everything is bigger, you've got the World Series between the Tampa Bay Rays and the LA Dodgers. Clayton Kershaw goes for the Dodgers. Meanwhile, Tyler Glasnow on the bump for the Tampa Bay Rays. Your total on this game is 7.5. The under is anywhere between minus 110 and minus 120. The over is anywhere between even and minus 110. If you're looking at the Dodgers, you're laying anywhere between minus 170 and minus 175. Seeing a minus 165 out there as well. Meanwhile, with the Rays, you're going to be finding them anywhere between plus 150 and plus 160. I do think that there is some good value here on the Tampa Bay Rays. Even though the Tampa Bay Rays, their batting average has not been terrific this postseason. I still remember in that series against the Yankees, I believe it was a 2-0-2. Wasn't a lot, a lot better against the Houston Astros, but what the Tampa Bay Rays do have is, in my opinion, the hottest bat on the face of planet Earth right now, Randy Rosarena. He has been able to give the team seven home runs so far this postseason. It's absolutely insane. He's hitting at 382. A man warmer go has helped this team go as well. He's got five home runs so far in the postseason. G-Man Choi has been able to do a solid job, and with the Tampa Bay Rays, this is a good team at being able to look at the matchups, and you got to figure that some of these guys are going to be able to come around, because for the postseason, Yandy Diaz, Brandon Lau, Austin Meadows, along with Yoshi Satsugo, all these guys are in a buck 54 or lower, so I do think that they're going to get a little bit of something to click. As we know, when the ballpark has been open in Arlington, between Texas Rangers home games and the National League postseason, the over has hit at more than a two-thirds rate, and for the Dodgers, they've got Corey Seager, who had five home runs in that last series against the Atlanta Braves. Absolutely insane to see what he's doing. And then, when you look a little bit past that, you've got quite a few guys that are doing a good job of being able to get on base for this team. Jock Peterson, who went below the Mendoza line of 200 during the regular season. 375 here in the postseason. Mookie Betts didn't necessarily have the world's greatest series at the plate against the Atlanta Braves, but he certainly did his work with the glove and overall for the postseason. Right around a 400 on base, 311 batting average. Cody Bellinger had that big home run in Game 7. You can never count him out. And then Will Smith, he likes to get jiggy with it during the regular season at a 400 on base. Only getting a 222 for the postseason, but he's a guy that's certainly capable of coming up with a big hit as well. But then you take a look at the Dodgers. I do think that there's a little bit of question mark when it comes to this bullpen. You've got quite a few guys that they haven't necessarily been able to live up to their billing at this point. We know that Kenley Jansen certainly had a little bit of an issue when it came to that series against the San Diego Padres. You've also got a couple other guys that they were trustworthy during the regular season. They haven't come through here in the postseason. Brasuda Gratterall has an ERA right around a 475 here in the postseason. You've got a guy like an Adam Clareric who in a couple appearances, he has not necessarily been terrific. Blake Tryon has had some issues. And then for the Tampa Bay Rays as well, I mentioned the fact that Nick Anderson has not necessarily been himself here in the postseason. He's the guy that was absolutely locked down during the regular season. Here in the postseason, his ERA has certainly ballooned a little bit to a 463. And then with the Tampa Bay Rays, we know that this is a team that they are going to be very quick to go to the bullpen if something goes wrong with Tyler Glass. Now, for the postseason, 11.6 punch-outs per nine innings, but throughout the postseason and regular season combined, more around 13.4, but he's also giving up two home runs per nine innings. And then you look no further than Clayton Kershaw, a guy that during the regular season throughout his career, right around 275 ERA in the postseason, that's about a point and a half higher. And when you get more specific into the World Series, he's given up five home runs in 26 and two-thirds innings. Now, obviously, he's facing bats in the World Series that have been better than those of the Tampa Bay Rays, but we, we know that the Tampa Bay Rays have been a little bit feast or famine when it comes to this postseason. 5.40 ERA over his World Series career. That is four starts, five total appearances. He's just a guy that has not necessarily gotten the job done in the postseason. I do think that both of these pitchers do wind up giving up a couple deep balls. I trust the Tampa Bay Rays a little bit more in the back half of the bullpen, so 
I'm going to be taking the plus price here with the Tampa Bay Rays, and I'm going to be going with this total over as that will wrap things up here on the Baseball Betting Podcast for this Monday. A little bit of a shorter podcast since we didn't have anything to recap from Game 1, but you guys know that I'm going to be back with you guys for Game 2 tomorrow. And if you do like what you're hearing from the Baseball Betting Podcast, you're able to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as we are now in partnership with Book and Sports, and you're able to find this fine podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. A big thanks once again to Ariel Epstein doing great work with MSG Plus along with Sports Grid doing the show the morning after. Lended some great information in the second segment. I do hope that you're all safe, healthy, and doing well. I'll talk to you guys once again tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.